Bang Bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Scrump and Drew's Music Box. And I'm, of course, Scrump. I'm, of course, Drew. And, uh, yeah, dude, we're, 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 we're getting November off and fucking running, dude. Last week's episode was a lot of fun. Uh, people will now hopefully understand my uh, Bobby Boris Pickett and Elvis, uh, you know, uh, the, why, why I keep bringing those two up specifically, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that would have been two weeks ago, I think, but yeah. Yeah, no, that would have been two weeks ago. Last week, yeah, I mean, they would have, you know, last week would have been some Dance Gavin Dance, uh, yeah. you know, some West Side Which Gun. We wanted, uh, We would have understood about the, you know, the girl you've been a friend with since 11, you know. We've been best friends since we were 11, you know, yeah. she smells like heaven. Mm-hmm. Which after that, I wonder. I've been listening to that song a lot more now, and I'm pretty sure it's. I mean, it's just because of, <laughs> because of that. Because I'm just like, oh shit! Like, um, I've honestly, I have still yet to, as of this recording, listen to the new Blink One Eighty Two album. Okay. Like I know they it came out, and they were listening to it at work, but it was one of those things where I was like, I was like, I'll listen to it on my own. Like I. Yeah, I always have my headphones in, anyways. So I'm like, nah. I was like, I don't want to fucking listen to it like up here because then I at least memorize the songs and stuff. And I don't know, like it's, I I kind of feel like with Blink the same way that I sort of feel about like atmosphere now, where it's just like, yeah, you're not an angsty like twenty year old anymore. <laughs> like I can't really right. relate to like, you know, what they say anymore. Like I'll appreciate it. It's good. It's not bad by any means, but like I don't know. Like, do, like I don't know. Like, how do you feel about like newer like atmosphere or newer like Blink? Is that is it anything you listen to? Because again, even with like the last thing both those artists put out, I listened to like the one time it was kind of just like okay, and that was pretty much it. Well, at least like you know, with the song "Okay," which was the first you know the the song they was their single off this one, "Atmosphere." Like, it wasn't really, like, at least they weren't trying to be, you know, angsty. Like, it seemed, like, very, like, you know, I they're, it, they're changing their style. I can't speak to what Blink is doing these days. But, you know, I think it'd be a lot weirder if they were, like, in their 40s and just still talking about that stuff. But, um, you know, like I said, yeah, I don't know what the, what the new Blink is. I haven't listened to or heard it at all either. I was never like a big blink guy. Like I like they're okay enough. One <laughs> one of my coworkers, he uh cuz when they were listening to the Blink 182, like he came back and he made like some joke and I was just like, "Oh, I was like, yeah, I was like, are you aware that uh uh the United States government fucking alienologist Tom DeLonge is in a band?" And like just kept making <laughs> jokes of that nature and he like and he laughed and he was just like, "Wait. It, wait, that the, really and i was like what are you what are you talking about he's like he's a you and like just was unaware for the last i don't know what fucking 10 years or whatever the fuck it's been like i think that's why he like left blink 182 to like go fucking uh you know like be a ufoologist or whatever the fuck i don't know i don't know what the proper term is but like the dude's all just about like aliens and everyone sort of like laughed it off now but like I think by now it's just like no, yeah, he is a full on 
<laughs> like he is just yeah. a full on fucking like go to person for the government as far as like all that shit goes. Yeah, it's real wild. Ancient aliens and shit, or not ancient aliens, but just aliens. Like I could, I was just thinking like he he could totally be like a talking head on that show. Yeah, I mean, which kind of is for most of those fucking like alien shit. Like again, it's just it's so like. It's so weird that the fucking dude running around naked in that fucking what's my age again video <laughs> yeah. is like also one of the leading experts in it. But I mean, I'm all, I'm all for it, you know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about this episode because I finally get to talk about Leonard Cohen. Like, it's one of those things. Like, yeah. I'm constantly talking about. It. I actually I saw like I forgot I was going through. <sighs> I forgot what I was looking for. Oh, I think it was like some like saved like old pictures. I was deleting like older pictures, and I found it was like a, a tweet that uh, it just sort of explains why I love Leonard Cohen. Where it's like mm-hmm. there are three categories of Leonard Cohen quotes: one, I am obsessed with women; two, I am obsessed with my obsession with women; and three, I am asking God to cure me of my obsession of women. Oh shit! God is a beautiful woman. Uh, because like it's just, yeah, it's 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 a lot of that. Like even uh, what do you call? It? Like I remember, like I remember learning where it was just like um, what do you call it? Hallelujah. Like yeah. it's about like religious people fucking like wanting to fuck. You huh. know? Yeah. Like it's not this like fucking uh fuck i remember watching like a tiktok about it and it's just like yeah no man it's these two very religious people that really want they just want to fuck you know um i do have a quote about some what he said but i guess we can get into that when we get into the, the song of his because <laughs> i'm yeah i mean it's like i'm sort i'm sort of getting ahead of myself uh but I don't know. I'm just like, it's one of those things where like, I don't know. You remember a few weeks back where there was just like, uh, it was like Roman empire, this Roman empire, that, which I guess is just something that you're like, uh, I want to say obsessed with, but something that you can talk like at length about, like, you know, like, I don't know. Again, it was one of those things I saw all over. It was Gen Z. Like I'm sure cash and his friends were just like, yeah, what's your yeah. Roman? Cause I guess it was like a thing where it was like, men really love the Roman empire. Like, I don't know. Are we just like, are you fascinated I, I at all? I don't know what, I don't know how it started, but yeah, I know it was like a thing. Like, like it was like you're supposed to ask your significant other, or I guess just men, like in general, like how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Like somebody asked me at work actually, like when that shit was going on, and I was like, I don't know, probably like once a week. Really? Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. I said, man, God damn it, this fucking dog. Uh, uh, mainly because of Marcus Aurelius. Like I, I. I come across a lot of his quotes, um, like through stoicism and things like that. So, through what's it, the the stoic dude on uh, TikTok? Yeah, well, Instagram. That, but... Oh no, you're like you're like you're not a piece of shit. You're actually reading Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I guess I I don't know if there there is one, but yeah, I, but no, I do I I think about it, but it's not like. There's also like crazy, you know. They they they're responsible for like a wild amount of stuff that we are we're still doing today, which is weird. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it's like that's one of the things. Like, I never think of the Roman Empire. Like, <laughs> I think more about like Mesoamerican cultures and like Egypt. Yeah. You know, yeah. more. So I'm just like, ah, fuck, fucking. 
I don't know. I kind of know everything. Like, I don't, I don't know. The Roman Empire is just never... I'm more shocked that you think about them. Well, again, yeah, that's... I mean, plus, if we're talking Roman reigns, I mean, it's it's every day. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess, yeah, you and uh, Vince McMahon both constantly thinking yeah. about the, uh, the, the Roman Empire. Um, I'm just, like, acknowledging people. Acknowledge him. It was funny today <laughs> at work. One of our coworkers, he's a big uh, Roman Reigns fan. And for he's a big wrestling fan. And for whatever reason, he was walking around with the red and the belt, like WWE titles, just yeah. strapped over both of his shoulders and just walking right by. And like me and another one of my coworkers just looked at each other and both were just kind of like, yep. <laughs> yeah, man, that is, that is a thing. And then so like he walked by and then another one of our coworkers who has kind of like a a, a, a more like a an like an NXT Seth Rollins look going on. Uh we're just like, man, these fucking marks. Uh, I mean, it, you know, it was on purpose. Oh, well, yeah, I mean it was. Yeah. They, it was technically it was both on purpose, but you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, like what you like. Uh Well, you know, that brings me to a good point. Like those people that are willing to take one two so i've seen up to three belts to a wrestling show i mean god bless you people but why like couldn't be me like i just can't imagine i like i barely like sitting there with nothing let alone like that replica title just over your shoulder all the fucking night Dude, like that seems insane to me. The amount of people that like when we're doing C two E two that walk up, there's this one kid, and I doubt he's fucking listening. Always walks up with like I'm not, I'm no bullshit, no hyperbole about five title belts. <laughs> like just always walks around with like five different ones, and then his girlfriend will or like whoever yeah. the female person that he's with will also carry around like two or three. Like I don't, I just. I think it would be cool to like have one if you got it like signed by a bunch of people. Yeah. But a lot of these people aren't getting them signed. Like, no, they just want to walk around and fucking look cool. Yeah. I think it's like, it'd be cool, like for display purposes, but not to walk around. Like, like even if I got like, you know, like, let's say I got like the Undertaker belt signed by the Undertaker for my collection. Like, I'm not going to be like walking it around WrestleMania and be like, hey guys, look what I got. Like it's like no, that's fucking staying in a display case. Yeah, I I remember I had one With point. All my other blue lives matter. matter <laughs> yeah. Um, oh god, the other day, uh, they're in Danhausen signing. There was uh some family that like they were very sweet. They went up there and, and like you know like they were, they were just very nice. I think like we gave like the kid like a free autograph or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then dad's like. Oh, like he was gonna go take a picture. I was like, "Do you want to jump in the picture with her?" And he's like, "Oh my god, yeah, can I?" And I was like, "Yeah, for sure." And he hands me his phone, and it was fucking uh, Punisher skull with the Blue Lives Matter flag running through it. And I was just like, "Ugh, <laughs> never mind. Go pay for that." Like I wanted to immediately charge him double. I was like, "Get out of here, you fucking nerd." Um, uh, Drew, do you remember what you were doing 2014? Do you remember what you were doing November of 2014? Kinda. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I'd be be like mm, six months into the job that I have right now. So, yeah, I mean, I kind of remember that era. I was getting ready for a 
uh, a 5K that I was about to run in a month. My first and only 5K I've ever done. A coworker of mine tried to get me to run a 5K with him, and I was like, I been barely going to the like I can barely do a mile at the gym. You want me to fucking do 5K? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So to be fair, I was we I did do a lot of it while well, uh, drinking. So. Like drunk or it drinking a, like water? No, no, like drinking drunk. I wasn't drunk, <laughs> but yeah, like because it was uh, it's what like they have it every year. It's the, it's. They've they've moved it so I don't, I don't go out to where it is now because it's very like, um, like white people suburbia now. Uh, it's like this weird like suburb of where we live, and it's like it is literally like it's you. It's just re- it looks like it's like a TV show from the eighties, and it's just I don't like it. Um, but there's a. It used to be here, like in Bra- well, not in, yeah, in Bradenton, but it was like downtown where all the bars are. That's where it would start, and then would go around and then come back. So like we, like me and my buddy were just like drinking before we took a flask with us on our way, and uh, I mean, we were you know we weren't breaking any records, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least I could say I did it. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like you guys were having fun doing it. This is what it's it sounds like. like. Uh, a lot like Barney Stinson and his uh, run. Like, yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> See, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think of what the fuck I was like. I'm, I resorted to. I have a bunch of like old posts on Instagram, like archived. So I'm trying to look now because I'm like 2014. So it's funny. You're six months into your current job. I'm actually about six months out from joining pro wrestling tees at, at this point, okay. really. In 2014, yeah, you, you say that now. Let me look. I want to see when. When I started my Instagram, it, was, it probably was about that time, because I was very late to the game. Because I like, I just remember like I was just one of those guys who's like, so it's like Facebook, <laughs> yeah, but it's pictures, and I'm like, so like Facebook. So <laughs> I can tell, I can tell you actually, it's like Snapchat. Like I just got on that last year, and it's just like, oh yeah, like so it's just like Instagram, but it disappears. <laughs> That's so kind of like Instagram. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> so I can actually tell you exactly where I was. Okay. Um. Well, not exactly, but it, it was around this time, uh, I went to a concert with my friends. And there's a if you watch uh, Batman v Superman, the theater in which the, they they kill Batman's parents in front of a theater. Uh, that's called the Aragon Theater here in Chicago. It's it's an it's an old timey theater. Like I remember when yeah. I remember when they were filming it. Like my buddy was just like, "Oh look, they're filming, uh, like they're filming something here." And I was like, "Oh, that's where Batman's parents die." And he was like, "Really?" I was like, "It's an old timey theater here in Chicago." Like, yeah, it's it's for sure fucking like where they're gonna kill his parents. And then sure enough, that is where they kill them. Um, but yeah, I remember that night. Uh, Childish Gambino canceled. He was supposed to be there. It was my it was like my one shot of seeing fucking Childish Gambino before he started doing like giant arenas and stuff like that. He canceled, so they brought out Chance the Rapper, but like no one really knew who the fuck he was, so he kind of got booed. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember that much. I remember Juicy J also performed, but it was one of those like we were all. It was like it was me and my friends, and we were kind of there to see Childish Gambino. So like we left. We we're like, nah, fuck this. Um, okay, do- so we're we're uh this this is kind of funny just because how it lands. It's November eighth, right? Today. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I was. Uh, a week ago, I met AJ Styles, and in about a week, I'm about to meet Finn Balor, uh, who would who would too sweet me because I was wearing the Bullet Club shirt that I bought when I met AJ Styles. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were at a we were at a we were at the NXT in Largo, and he was just like he had just got done doing the meet and greet. We were kind of like we were like where they walked by, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, like you know, I was like. I was like, "What's up, Ferg?" <laughs> like, you know, and he's like, "Hey, man, nice shirt." And he gave me the old too sweet. <laughs> what did he spit on you? He's like, he's like, "You can't call me Ferg. You don't know me." No, <laughs> yeah. Well, at that time, I didn't know him as Finn yet, so he. Was, oh uh, yeah. When they were still dark, yeah. Huh. Now, see, I'm like, I'm. And in fact, I remember Kevin Owens was still to the point where he wasn't even out at house shows. You could see him up in. In this gym, you could see there was like an upstairs area. Mm-hmm. And we were my my brother's like, dude, that's fucking Kevin Steen's up there. I was like, holy shit! Like he was just watching the show, so he wasn't even wrestling like for them yet. Okay, I mean that's yeah. damn. What a time when fucking yeah. What a time. Yeah, when they're like, who's fact, they're like that that night? He was teaming with Kenta. <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah, because I think that that was yeah that was like one of the like that was like the takeover match they did, where it's like Finn and Kenta versus the Ascension. I think so. Yeah. Oh shit. Um. Yeah, I mean, again, like I said, I I was I I I was working at Kohl's at this time, and uh, the number one song on the Billboard charts at the time is one that as soon as I fucking played it. I was like, oh my God, I had fucking PTSD. And I'm, of course, talking about uh, Megan <laughs> Trainers, all about that bass. Um, oh. If it will play. Yeah. If it <laughs> will play. I think this is where we're going to lose internet. Because you know I'm all Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, she's. I know this. This. This Megan Trainer girl. She's married to uh, the boy from uh, the Spy Kids movies. Really? Yeah. They have like a whole TikTok channel and shit like that. They got a cute little baby. Huh. Good on him. Yeah. You know, she's a. Yeah. I don't, I don't really care about either one. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't imagine Spike Kids was probably big with you. It was big with me, you know? A lot of, about time we got some Mexican superheroes in the form of Danny Trejo and Carla Gugino, who's just the hottest fucking person ever. That's, uh, that's specifically why I hated those movies. Because <laughs> they were Mexican? <laughs> yeah. Like, where are the white kid superheroes? Bring back... Bring back uh, three ninjas. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. Carla Gugino, fucking hot. Like, 
Um, dude, so hot. I have not yet finished uh, the the fall of the House of Usher yet, um, but it is wild because someone posted a side by side picture of her from that and her from Spy Kids, and like <laughs> the same. Like has not aged. Like that's good to hear. Yeah. And even in like the fall of the house of usher like there's this one specific scene where she's trying to seduce someone and she's in like lingerie and just oh my god it's that fucking like <laughs> well that leonardo DiCaprio wolf of wall street meme where i was just like oh like a, yeah. listen she's a beautiful woman she's also hot as fuck <laughs> yeah so yeah carla cagino still and also i got i got her right up here you i mean because of the reflection you can't see it but it's uh it's her as Sil- a silk specter we went to uh from the watchman um yeah. we went to i got one with frank and jeremy and i think juan to like some sports c- convention and of course like the one booth i found with like random like movie and tv stuff uh-huh. the one watchman piece i was like well fuck i have to get this i mean it's pretty nice it's like matted and everything whether it's her actual autograph i mean it has a jsa sticker on it so it should be it should, should be, be. yeah and if not i'm still gonna pretend that it is um <laughs> but yeah this fucking song used to play all the time like when i worked at Coles. it's a retail song you fucking just <sighs> yeah sort of sort of is what it is honestly um again not a bad song but i just don't I'm not a pop guy you know um this next song though i very much remember this i ironically though not through having heard it on the radio but because it used to be trevor lee's uh theme song when he was on the independent scene uh and i'm of course talking about uh taylor swift's shake it off which i actually like the song like yeah i don't understand like the the taylor swift hate you know, yeah. like I don't know. I'm also not a sports guy, so maybe maybe it's like keep your fucking, you know, keep your fucking sports and your not sports separated. I don't know. I I don't know what the deal is, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Again, yeah, like he's like this is it's catchy as hell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's the uh, he's the bad bunny of the, of the Midwest, I guess. You know, um. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah. Remember we, we said if bad if, if well bad no she's from Puerto Tennessee. Rico. Yeah. If if uh, I'm just saying like we said uh oh yeah 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 we were like bad to make it equivalent it'd be like Taylor Swift coming out <laughs> they're gonna bring they should have brought her out at fucking wemley i know i mean there's still a chance maybe that like uh <laughs> i'm i'm sure tony's gonna announce some surprise some real soon yeah like as of right I now they surprise for you guys yeah as of right now they haven't revealed stings like super awesome fucking uh present that fucking tony got him uh-huh. maybe it's like oh, fuck dude, that was like weeks ago what do you mean yeah, that was. I can't remember though what it was, but how funny would it have been if it was like uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift? If it was yeah, Taylor Swift is fucking, 
yeah, she's gonna fucking come out and perform uh, at his last match. Um, yeah, no, I, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't. To me, it's it like her music's not offensive in any way. Like I don't, like I'm never like ah, oh, this shit, turn it off. Like, yeah, and fine. and there was a TikTok that I saw the other day. Um, where Kanye West because he has that one song off the life of Pablo where he says like you know like um, I made that bitch famous he talks about like I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex I made that bitch famous Um, and there's a video of him calling her and asking like hey is it like asking for her permission essentially to like use the song and she's very much just like yeah no like she's very cool about it. he's essentially calling like hey is it okay if i diss you on this song and she's very like complimentary and just like yeah man if that's hey tell it it's your story tell it from your perspective like fuck yeah do it which again like she could have just been like absolutely not like my lawyers will fucking destroy you if you fucking mention me <laughs> but like no nah, man she's fucking she's cool about it Um. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I I don't find her as offensive as some people do. And this song too, it's like uh, probably after the one from the Bear, like you know, the one that fucking Richie sings. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck! What was that? I know exactly. It's I like remember. Romeo Juliet. Yeah, that's all I remember because it, it's like the part where he's screaming. Um, yeah. I really wanted to be him for Halloween, but you know, I went with Carmi instead because nice. I did. I didn't want to buy a suit. <laughs> I wear suits now. I guess I could just. Well, I, 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 you know, I definitely told some people I was Richie from the Bear. <laughs> you know. Um, all right, let's fucking um, let's just go ahead and go right into fucking Leonard Cohen because again, it's one of those things like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to fucking go ahead. This one, again, it's one of my favorites. It's fucking uh, The Famous Blue Raincoat by Leonard Cohen. Um, Yeah. Of course, if you watch Succession, this is a song that Connor karaoke's to. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the thing, you know, like I mentioned too earlier, like this dude just loves women. And, you know. Who loves women more, him or Bobby Boris Pickett? Honestly, I think Leonard Cohen might have cleaned up way more than fucking Bobby <laughs> Boris Pickett. Um, yeah, no, there's a quote from Leonard Cohen that says, uh, I wanted women and couldn't have them. That's really how I started writing poetry. I wrote notes to women so as to have them. They began to show them around, and soon people started calling it poetry. When it didn't work with women, I appealed to God. Like, the dude loves God, and the dude loves women. You know? Like... Um, yeah, it's just fucking, you know, like I remember there was like an interview I read where, because again, actually, no, it was probably Bobby Boris Pickett because he was very self-referential in about like with his luck with women. Like there's, um, Chelsea Hotel number two is a song 
where he's it's like it's him writing the song about Janis Joplin and it's just like so self-deprecating because that's just who he is like there's a story where um what do you call it the 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 man from like the the lobby dude in the hotel that he lived in you know he was talking about how like uh like Leonard Cohen would always be like yeah no women don't love me and stuff like that um but he's like yeah people would constantly like women would constantly come up and give them like his phone their phone numbers and he was kind of just like meh like (laughs) just didn't care but like again was very like George Costanza in that way yeah like I don't know to me it's just it's funny it's because again it's like I almost see a bit of myself in that where I'm just like nah fucking yeah like I don't have any luck with women yeah. And then sometimes I have too much luck with them. Just, <laughs> you know, sometimes you, sometimes you, uh, it's a deluge. Yeah, man. You know, but yeah, no, this song again, it's like a, it's just such a, like a chill vibe. Yeah. There's like the one part that's coming up. That's my favorite, but one more thin gypsy. I don't know if you're allowed to say gypsy anymore, Leonard. Well, I see James away. I... I have a problem with... Oh, wait, hold on. This is, my, this is the part I think. No. Well, wait. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Oh, it'll be after this. You have a problem with the gypsies, I know. We've talked about it ad nauseum no. off no, off air. It's, it's, it's the, the, the word, like... Like people are like, oh wait, defensive. right here. Tell you, my brother, my killer. What can I possibly say? I guess that I miss you. I guess I forgive you. I'm glad you stood in my way. If you ever come by. Yeah, it's just it's so sad hearing him talk about like forgiveness and stuff like that because I it's not who the song is written for, but famously Leonard Cohen like died broke, like his his fucking his his agent stole a ton of fucking money from him. like he performed well into fucking you know like he was older because yeah, yeah his fucking agent stole like almost all his fucking money and and it's one of those where like I feel like. Even if you win, like the spent dude spent all the money, you know. Like, what do you fucking? Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, Drew, you owe fucking this person fucking, you know, uh-huh. all these millions of dollars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what was, what was your problem with the with the word gypsy? Again, I hope it's not offensive. I hope we're not going to get canceled for saying that word. No, I, no, I don't. I don't think so. Like, I just. And, may, and I could be wrong, and if I am, please educate me. But I was always under the understanding that the the word gypsy was was essentially like a euphemism for like a criminal, because people like that's where people are like, oh, they think like like a nomadic person is somebody that travels from town to town, but a gypsy is one who a nomadic person who swindles you. Like, you know what I mean? There's a distinction between the two. But now I feel like everybody's like, you can't say that because gypsies like are like, it's almost like as this brush of, it's like, well, just because people aren't using it, like, 
And I, mean, well, I guess that's the whole point of most slang, right? Is mm-hmm. people aren't using it right in the first place. But um, yeah, to me, like it was, it was the distinction between the two. Like it, would, like I said, it would be like calling somebody a criminal rather than I don't know something else. Like, like it, there, there is a bit of, of of distinction there. Like there are the the robbers and the thieves, the people who would like purposely, you know do like the snake oil salesman or the you know the you know under the under the card under the card find the queen find the queen you know mm-hmm. those people and then there's just the people who are just traveling again if i'm wrong please let me know i just don't know and uh maybe we'll just cut out this whole part <laughs> no i mean listen it's it's nothing offensive again at yeah. least as far as i'm aware like i i, I hear what yeah. you're saying but yeah yeah, directed all to, to Drew Kistler, uh, yeah. 1616 what? No, that's not his address. Uh, I'm, at, uh, I'm, at, I'm at Feast's Pieces on Instagram. <laughs> uh, Drew, where, where, where do you want to go? Um, dude, let's hit my sad song, because I told you I'd meet you there with sadness. So, And I'm assuming uh, it's uh, uh, the Alexi Murdoch the one? Dark. Yeah, Through the Dark by Alexi Murdoch. I was like, I was like a little bit like after I picked it, I was like, maybe I should have picked something just a hair shorter. No, it's this, fine. This is like five something, right? Yeah, no, it's fine. I was, it's funny. You know, I was like, I was like, oh, what if I just pick all sad songs? Especially because it's like the two, the two songs up front are fucking Megan yeah. Trainer and Taylor Swift. But I was like, nah, <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I'll, I was like, I'll mix it up. I was, I actually looked and I was like, oh wait, what were his other songs again? Because... I don't want to like come like full fucking sadness because I almost did that too. And I was like, no, no, he he picked some some good some uplifting ones, so I'm gonna do that. We'll we'll do the all sad podcast at some point. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think the first time I I think I heard this like I want to say it was an ep- some TV show. Um, because when I first heard it, I actually thought it was a different artist because it sounds kind of like a guy I really like called Damon Gerardo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, or Gerardo, whatever it is. But I was like, man, did he, did he put out a new album? And I was like, man, what is this? And this was before, like, you know, or maybe it was still around, but or around that, but it wasn't prevalent like a, um, Shazam. You know what I mean? So I was like, it took me a while to actually figure mm-hmm. out, like, it was like going on oh i think it was on an episode of house it was like you know going on something and being like season six episode 12 music like waiting for it to load up like yeah no i mean this definitely sound this definitely sounds like yeah like something on like that on one of those shows that would play yeah 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 and no. I just like I, be, I became obsessed with it it's like you know now it's some straight fucking cash kl and shit you know what i mean Oh yeah, our little yeah. our little Cash Allen is like yeah. Cash Callen. Cash Callen. <laughs> no, I dug this again. It was it, it. I mean, obviously, I was like, oh yeah, this is very reminiscent of like a like a Leonard Cohen or just sort of the just like more like folksy sort of yeah, you know, style. But like, no, I, I dug this. And again, yeah. it, it's it, the same thing. It's one of those things. A lot of those Leonard Cohen songs. Or of that vein, but like I, that's not what I listen to when I'm sad, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like yeah, weirdly I don't like I don't either. I usually listen to this shit like when I'm in a good mood because really like if you don't like I mean you just 
you go into a real spiral maybe but like for me i don't usually i'm not like i'm sad i'm gonna listen to the saddest thing i have (laughs) yeah i don't like i usually listen to angry things like break shit you know by limp biscuit oh you know what i was close to picking limp biscuit because of uh review away um (laughs) oh yeah yeah fucking my way yeah which is a good song yeah you know i mean one of the that was it that was a good episode a couple weeks ago so good nordvpn slash post wrestling that way you can listen to all the leonard cohen regardless (laughs) of wherever you are in the country yeah, I know some of those countries ban Leonard Cohen. There's <laughs> geo blocking on Leonard Cohen. <laughs> like, it's like uh, it's like the town in Dirty Dancing. Like, Dude, there is to... there there is some fucking like annoyance f- for me personally with like I love that the, like one of the best soundtracks in any movie is Digimon the movie the soundtrack, but most of it is actually geo blocked. <laughs> like in the U.S. for whatever reason, and I'm just like so annoying i hate wow i hate that like music rights that like it just it's yeah. one of like and i get it you should part we should compensate the cash callons of the fucking world you know everyone should get fucking paid for like because already these dudes aren't getting fucking paid equally you know yeah like i think i think oh you know, there was another there was another song that i was going to put on on this list i'll probably put it at some point in the next coming weeks but like it's one of those things I, I think it's talk about it where everyone's like oh like you know Drake fucking he's beating Michael Jackson's record well it doesn't count because it's like why is Drake being penalized because streaming is now a thing you know yeah. it's like it's like you're, you're it's, you know like it, it's one of those things where it's just like I, I get it just because he's not your cup of tea and Michael is a special fucking delicate little Fabergé egg that you know it's like no 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 you know it's the same thing where it's like when everyone yeah, was that, like, if that Fabergé egg fucked kids yeah, yeah. you know but <laughs> at least similar to me where everyone's like no John Cena and Randy Orton can't break fucking Ric Flair's record like yeah. one who cares yeah you know fucking guess what me and Drew tomorrow could become musicians <laughs> and we can break all of Michael Jackson's records. Yeah. You know what'll happen? Nothing. You can still enjoy Michael Jackson. You can still enjoy all your fucking things. You know. Plus, We're fuck. Right, yeah. Plus, fucking Michael Jackson could never make Certified Lover Boy. <laughs> Drake could for sure make fucking Thriller though. Yeah. I can fucking tell yeah. you that much now. There's actually a video of him out there dancing to it. It's pretty fun. Um, this next person though is someone who I initially was I was not a fan of this person. Like uh I it was it's it's it was one of those I think it was mostly because <sighs> there was other artists that I liked that like specifically at the time because this is also from 2014. I'm a huge childish Gambino fucking person and like yeah. the reason I didn't listen to Drake, the reason I didn't listen to J Cole, the reason I didn't listen to like ASAP Rocky was because people were like oh my god like they're better than fucking drake or they're better than childish gambino or not 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 rocky uh tyler the creator or else just like no no childish gambino is better so i refuse to listen but i've since then have listened to them and uh 
I'm of course talking about J. Cole. This song specifically, No Role Models from uh, his 2014 Forest Hill Drive, which uh, there's a line that he's stopped saying at concerts that <laughs> I, I love, but we'll get to it when we get to it. But just, I fuck with J. Cole now. You know, he, he's, he's this J. Cole kid, got a bright future ahead of him. <laughs> yeah, I think he might, he might do a thing or two. Yeah, I think these next 10 years are going to look pretty bright for him. Yeah, no. You know. An Uncle Phil reference right off the top, you know. Yeah. Plus there's also, again, there's a few references in the song that I was just like, okay, this is the song I got to go with. Yeah. Right here, fucking... The Project Pat fucking reference. Which is true. Don't save her if she doesn't want to be saved. You're you're speaking to my heart there, Scrum. (laughs) Brother, I'm right there. (laughs) I'm right there with you. They hang the phone up and proceed to later wood. I came fast like 911 in white neighborhoods. Uh, yeah, he's very good at freestyling. Like, I came across some videos of him freestyling. Specifically, one was to 90, the beat to 93 till infinity. Back to back with uh, Steel Tippin'. And I was like, holy shit. That's Jay Cole kid's pretty good. Yeah. Got future. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, no, he's a. Don't save her. Don't save her. I think it's coming up. Yeah, right here. <laughs> I guess now at concerts, he just doesn't say that Jada and that Will love. Yeah. Which, dude, I don't know about you. Uh, I gotta know what the fuck Will Smith did. For Jada to just be dragging him. Like, what did you do? (laughs) She is just dragging you through the dirt every chance she gets to. Like, he had to have done something. Is all I'm fucking saying. I'm going to talk that much shit about someone and embarrass them as publicly as she has. Like, had to have done something. I think there's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably Tennessee, that says, Fool me once. Shame on shame on you. Fool me, we can't get fooled again. Fool me once I'm shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times. Can't get fooled again. Who would have thought that would have been like like, like poetry compared to what we would get eight years later like for the next eight years like we just get two fucking staggering stumbling idiots when it comes to speeches you get one guy just being like this is the greatest the greatest you've ever seen the best J. Cole's the best the next guy is just like J. Cole, he's a... Well, it was like when I was a kid, my mom always said... <laughs> this fucking yammering. Uh, you know who also helped me get into get, get more into J. Cole? Yeah. It's that Andy. 
No, Andy's, Andy's a Andy's a, a J. Cole guy, I believe. So. Yeah, Andy's like my cool, hip, young brother that puts me onto music. <laughs> yeah. Despite the age difference between us, he is very much my cool, hip, young little brother who, uh, yeah, helps. Well, like we said a couple weeks ago, he's timeless, right? Like he is. He's kind of like a weird musical Yoda that just <laughs> he ages ages different than the rest of us, you know. There has to be a picture of him somewhere dressed as Yoda. Yeah. I feel like I've seen a, that. I feel like there's a picture from him 50 years ago and he looks the exact same. <laughs> he's like, he's Dorian <laughs> Gray. Yeah. <laughs> like you find out he was actually friends with your dad and James's dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? And he's like, don't ever go in my basement again. <laughs> uh, do you wanna, where do you want to go with next? Uh, let's go with at the drive-in. I'll just go down the list. All right. Yeah, with this too. So, for those that caught episode zero, the uh, the one song I I picked, the broken song, that. The, the writer of that song is the guitar player for this band. Oh. Yeah. So a little bit of a departure when he went, went on his own. <laughs> you know, I was, uh, I was listening to uh, The Wellness Policy the other day, and I forget Jordan Goodman of the wellness policy he was a musician he was like a contemporary with like the all-american rejects and like those sort of gotta find some i forget the name of his band though i gotta gotta figure it out maybe we'll throw them on here probably should get him on here yeah yes that'd be good too um it'd be funny if he was like it's like somebody really huge god i can't remember it it's like fucking what it's on all those uh you know mid-2000s pop punk fucking playlist he was he was he he was the lead singer of some 41 yeah yeah he is tom delonge <laughs> it's that makes sense of all the alien talk huh yeah <laughs> a lot of things make yeah things make a lot more sense now um, but yeah man after driving i think like after playing cave in last week it kind of got me back into that fucking to, to where I was in 2002 musically like mm-hmm. just started listening to that stuff and this was one of those albums that was in heavy rotation with you know with my friends back then yeah I don't know I've been in a weird funk as far as when it comes to, to, to music like a lot of Spanish music and I, I, I was actually I was gonna pick one of, I was gonna pick one of those songs to put on here but I was like that's nah, fine I was like I'll, I'll wait there's actually one song which so on Drake's new album he has a song with him and Bad Bunny um where he does do some Spanish up front uh which is okay he definitely confuses the number 15 for 50 in which he says he's been doing this for 50 years and I'm like no one was around to just have him fix that or whatever I don't know but there was one song by Bad Bunny that I've I've I'd listened to for like forever since it came out. I had no idea the person singing on that song in Spanish was also Drake. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, wait, I was like, this is him? I was like, oh, shit. I was like, yeah, and then I could hear it, but, um, yeah, not the first time that he sung Spanish, that Drake. You know? And again, not bad. <laughs> I've heard worse. My Spanish. <laughs> you know, mi español. Yeah, this very much though of its time. It's, it's yeah, but again, not bad. Oh, looks like there's a little bit more at the end of this. Oh yeah, it's just just kind of oh, just, uh, it just rides out a little bit. So I figured because I was going with the super like. <laughs> depressing monotone yeah. uh famous blue raincoat that for my last song i would go out with one of the happy songs that i fucking know uh and of course and going off of uh which i guess i can announce now myself drew and andy for uh the new year's <laughs> the new year's edition of uh, uh family video. scrum family video yeah we're gonna be talking project x um, yeah. And this song directly from it, as we just referenced it like a, a few weeks back, and uh, of course this is the uh, this is uh, Pursuit of Happiness, the St- Steve Aoki remix. Um, which I don't know, I I like both versions, but I, this one I just I prefer more. Yeah. It's more fun. It was is actually kind of funny. The other day, I uh, I mean a few weeks ago. I was, uh, I was asking, I called, I tried calling James because we have like, well, the playlist that we created last year for the, for the Halloween party, like I was listening to it the one day and there was this song on there and I'm like, it wasn't this. I know this is Kip Cuddy, but like James didn't call back. I was like, oh, let me call Andy. Maybe he knows. I was like, Hey, I don't know if you know this. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know who the who this person is, like, or what the song is. And it was the I Want Smoke song. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I, or what, I, it's actually called something else, like, like, Just Me or Just Being Me or something like that. My Kid Cuddy. He's like, oh, actually, that's Kid Cuddy. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, I know exactly who it is, because he's, Andy loves Kid Cuddy. So, like, it's like, oh, okay. Um... But yeah, it was just kind of funny where I was like, you, you're probably not, maybe you know, maybe you don't. I, but I think James put it on there. He's like, oh no, that's that's Kid Cudi. I know who that is. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> Dude, Kid Cudi, specifically like the uh, the Man on the Moon album, like fucking awesome. Like I, that that is one of those staples from when I was in high school that I just remember like, I think I was maybe like a sophomore or a junior when he came out and it was like, everyone just fucking listening to it it's, and it's really good you know to his credit yeah he, he's one again this was like when I was not listening to much of anything and uh like it's one very much I've went back and like appreciated a lot more mm-hmm. yeah definitely with me too one of those like uh I didn't want to say I didn't appreciate him honestly I, I feel like it's just I just wasn't listening to him enough. Honestly, again, like at this time, I'm just, I'm mostly just listening to like him, Three Six Mafia, 
atmosphere, you know, like a very, very meat and potatoes when it came to like what I was listening to. You know, I got a little Wayne, like just it's it's not honestly it's not till i start dating fucking uh my first girlfriend you know that like really opens me up to like more music mm-hmm. funny enough one of the like the next art the next year song i have i have the story to tell about him oh, okay. um as it pertains to to, to her oh. to see one <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I a was, good story. I was wondering. I thought when you said that, I was gonna, I was gonna ask if it was the first. And, it's it's uh, the number one. Yeah, it's fine. Listen, neither of them are ever gonna listen to this. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Maybe we got back. Sorry, sorry, babe. I didn't mean to mention you. Or they're, or they're, or they're just like <laughs> weirdly, weirdly keeping tabs. I let's not beyond the realm of possibility <laughs> right yeah oh i think this is hold on this part of the song i fucking love it's like in the movie i think this is where they're all taking the ecstasy and dancing yeah yeah and that's where i kind of picture the fucking like that dad punk song from a few weeks ago yeah i'm on the pursuit of happiness and i know everything is shining always gonna be Yeah, I'm pretty man. I really, I really want to fucking watch that movie now. Like, I had no desire, but then because we play the two songs, and like, I mean, I'm gonna have to for the review. But I feel like Steve Gross weed fucks with this. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. Again. Everybody, let us know if you fuck with this. Yeah. And then he let Steve Girls Weed know if you fuck with it too. <laughs> even if you're just, even if you're just Deb from St. Louis, let let us know. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Just like any. I, this is one of those songs that, like, anytime I hear it, I can, I can never not fucking just like, you know, get hyped. Yeah. Like, it has the same effect on me that, like, Don't Fear the Reaper and fucking Freebird have. And they're not even much, like, of a fucking, like, this kind of, like, an electric music. Well, actually, I've been listening to a lot more. Not, I want to say a lot more of it. There's a few songs that I have. That, yeah, like, so that, that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not, like, a big fucking... But there are times, like, shit hits, and I'm like, okay... <laughs> Like I, I could fuck with this. See, often for me, it's remixes of songs. Oh, you know what? I might bring one next week. We don't. We're not doing a Thanksgiving theme, right? A no, Thanksgiving theme? Next. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, what would be a Thanksgiving? As, as long as we don't, as long as we don't have a Thanksgiving, like any sort of theme next week, I'm gonna bring a fucking EDM song. That I fuck with again from a TV show because most of the songs I know are from TV shows. I, I, I'm right there with you. Or movies. <laughs> yeah, most of what I know is from TV or movies. I'm gonna fucking write it. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll throw I'll throw in a a, boom, a, a fucking uh, a robot song. I guess 
second. Yeah, I did just have a robot fight. Yeah, you know, it'll it'll be just like when I fucking, you know, it'll be nice to, to, to see it or to hear it. Just like when fucking how everyone was uh, excited when, uh, you know, like a few weeks back when Ric Flair was revealed as uh, Sting's gift and everyone was like, oh, hey, there he goes. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, you're, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, your last song, yeah, though. We it was. We knew it was either Ric Flair or Taylor Swift. We just couldn't remember. Listen, one might say Ric Flair is the Taylor Swift of, <laughs> of WWE legends. Yeah. Very controversial, and loves to date. Yeah. No, he doesn't date any athletes. Uh, but yeah, but so but your last song though is um, "Rings" by Aesop Rock. Yeah. And. Uh, Aesop Rock, very fucking cool. I, I got to see him in concert right around the time. Yeah, like the what? I said with C one. Yeah, it was like <sighs> I don't know how early it was until it, I mean, because we dated we dated for a while. Yeah. But I remember we went to go see him, um, and afterwards, I remember he came out by like the merch area. And I remember she was like super shy. Like she did, she was like fucking starstruck. And I was like, "Hey, Aesop," and he's like, "What's up, man?" I was like, "Hey, this is my girlfriend. Like, you know, she she wants to take a picture with you and stuff. Like, um, you know." And again, very nice. He talked to us for like he talked to us for like ten minutes, mind you. There was a line of people trying to also talk to him and get pictures and stuff like that. But that's just who he is or, or was. At least again, this had to have been two thousand. 11 at the earliest, 2012 at the latest. Um, but no, I, I, I fuck with Aesop Rock too. Like, you know, he's he's part of like that Rhyme Sayers group, like Atmosphere in them. Yeah. And this one I hadn't heard before, so I was, I, I dug it. Yeah, I got really into him actually when we were many, our first year of the draft. We were doing, uh, we did MC. So I started like, you know, you, you go, go look at the list of everybody that's like, you know, who, who's claiming are the best MCs. Because there's like a difference between like an MC and like a rapper, you know? Yeah. Like, I got really into him through that. Um, I remember seeing something. There's, I think you can still, you can still look it up because we were actually talking about it when we went to Nas. Like, have you seen this? Some website it's got the scale of like vocabulary that people use. Well, like that's that's the thing with 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 ASAP. Like a lot of his like older shit is just it's very that very alliterative. Yeah, where he just starts going, and I'm just like, like fuck. There's um, I can't think of the name of it right now. But I mean, obviously, like ASAP the Aesop's fables fucking like theme is, is yeah. one that he's touched on plenty of times yeah but yeah like there's this, there's this basically there's a scale and I think he was like number one for unique like unique words used or whatever so yeah no I, I fuck with him like it's actually it was one of those where I was like ooh I was like I need to revisit some Aesop rocks I don't <laughs> It's like I don't know how much of Aesop Rock I have on mine. I have Aesop Rocky. 
Yeah. It was like a toss-up between this and uh, Nunshell Pass. Nunshell Pass is a. F- oh, I'm. Yeah. I'm literally fucking adding that. I'm downloading that right now. Unless I already have it. For me, it was just this, this chorus, though. Just count your rings. Ah, nonchal bounce. Pouring out of the fringe. All heart, though, we would have made cowardly kings. They will chop you down just to count your rings. Just to count your rings. Just to count your rings. Oh, shit, there's several different versions of it. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I typed it in I'm now. Smash up its time. Well, there's none shall pass main, none shall pass edited, none shall pass instrumental, none shall pass radio edit, none shall pass radio instrumental. Wait, why would the radio instrumental be any? Di- maybe it's a time thing. Uh, maybe I don't know. Like, there's no swearing in the in the in- instrumentals. Yeah, that's I was like, what. <laughs> Uh yeah, but again that that was a you know a very a very basic very straightforward uh you know I think it was a good selection this week. Not often do I always try to switch it up yeah. too. I, I always try to make sure at least with my picks and and you as well you know try to switch it up on on the folks and stuff like that. I think it's a you know pretty yeah. decent pretty decent selection. Much like uh, if you're a member of the Patreon, uh, that was this is also a very decent selection this week as of course if you head over to uh, patreon.com forward slash pwtcast and sign up this week uh, you'll hear myself and steve feast talking the avengers very fun very, very fun episode that we did as uh you know we we reminisce on on what was 2012's uh, the avengers so many lines so many a lot of just me and fucking steve just fucking talking about how we love marvel nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and again like I've been saying it for several weeks now you on there. You and Wes. Oh, me and Wes, dude. Fucking. Listen, I talked about one of my favorite content creators, Martin Scorsese, you know? And again, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. You know? Martin Scorsese, you know, could never make Thor Ragnarok. And that's fine. Because Taika Waititi could also not make Goodfellas. <laughs> but also. I've yet to find a. I, I love Martin Scorsese. I do. The Departed, Goodfellas, all great movies. Just those two in particular. I hope by now I've seen. I will have seen Killers of the Flower Moon. I keep trying to go see it, but there's only. It's like you can see it at fucking noon or at nine. I'm like, oh, okay, no other show times. No. I'm like, okay. Good to know, I guess. I don't, you know, like it's it's those seem to be the only show times. Like if if you live in fucking Chicago, at least I don't know, but yeah, you guys will have known by now. Recording, I have not seen it. Yes, as of as of this recording. Together but separate. Uh ooh, and uh, a little a little fun fact is uh, and you speaking about the Halloween party. Uh, I don't know if it made it to air or not. I guess we'll have to tune in Friday, but. Steve and I may or may not talk about taking a trip next October. So oh. I'll, I'll leave you guys with that. So, uh, yeah, un- until next week, you guys, uh, for Scrump and Drew's Music Box, I've been Scrump. I've been Drew. And this is a friend of the show, Taylor Swift. <laughs>